for the consecrating and the anointing of his God is upon him. I am Adonai. He shall take a wife in the virginity. A widow or a divorcee or a profane woman or a harlot, thee shall he not take, but a virgin of his own people shall he take to wife. And he shall not profane his seed among his people, for I am Yah who sanctifies him. So now, the high priest can't even defile himself for his father or his mother. Everybody think they want these jobs. Right? But the high priest, when, you know, I can see them when, they, when, they, when they, once they had a bunch of priests and there had to be elections, somebody had, because when the high priest died, he couldn't appoint someone unless he said it before he passed. But I can see somebody going, no, no, no. Y'all pick somebody different. Yeah. I don't want to live that life. I'm a priest. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm right here. I'm good. That high priest job, y'all, you take it. Because um, if you know the life of the high priest, he lived in the sanctuary. He couldn't go nowhere. There were no vacations. <laughs> There was no, you know, I, 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 need, I need some time off. There, there was none of that. You know, this is not what the life of the high priest was. His life was totally dedicated to God. But do you notice something here? It didn't say he couldn't defile himself for his wife. Why? Because they're one flesh. He could have a wife. I don't know about why these priests think these, these, these other folk talk about you can't have a wife. That, that breeds a whole nother class of situation. Yes. But uh, the high priest had a wife. And his wife was not included in that whole channel of things. Why? Because she was him. See? And that's the way you got to think about it. Your wife is you. You are your wife. Y'all are one flesh. That's what God said. And they shall become one flesh. Right? So now, here's the thing that I want to tell you how this applies to your life. I remember going through school and people said to me, you know, my friends, you know, because you know we were always different. You know, you fit in where you could get in, but certain things you had to keep your foot out. Right? Couldn't do that. And they would go, listen, you can't go with us on this ski trip, man. No, I can't go on a ski trip. Why I can't go on a ski trip? Ski trips on Shabbat. I mean, you, you, I mean, you don't ever get a break from the Shabbat. <laughs> like, you can't ever take the one, like, one. He can't be mad if you take one Shabbat to off. Says <laughs> Joe. What are you talking about? Can't you get a letter? Who, who, who gonna write it? <laughs> who gonna write the letter? Just like the high priest, each and every one of us who are in this covenant, those of us who have had been put in the covenant through the sign, and you who were born into this covenant, listen to me. You don't get time off from God. That's just it. Well, I, 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 I need a minute. Well, you better need a minute doing the law. You may need a minute from me. Right? That's all right. You need a minute from me. But you don't need a minute. You can't need a minute from God. 
Because a minute from God means that you you ready to go. You ready to go. See, the most high God goes on and tells him that, you know, the priest, they have to be special. They can't be broken, crook back, have scurvy, have a blemish. If you're going to be my servant, you got to be pure and clean and smell good. You got to comb your hair. You can't be sweating all over the place. You got to be clean. They tell the, the, he told the priest, you, you got to pull your hair. I mean, cut it to a certain length so it's not all in the way. Why? This was just pure common sense. Priests dealt with fire all day. Right? They, 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 were they didn't have long sleeves out there. They didn't do all that because their sleeves and their things had to be considerate of the fact that they were going to be dealing with fire all day long. God telling you, you can't wear wool and come up in here in my sanctuary because I don't want you sweating. Why? Because sweat brings about something else. Yes. It's called fun. This is why you must bathe and soap and deodorant. This is why God said that you can't wear mingled stuff. That word shatness, you understand? All, all that mingled stuff. You can't wear those fabrics because your body's confused. You don't know whether it be hot or cold. So God said, if you're going to wear this, wear this. You're going to wear this, wear that. But you got to wear things that's going to keep you cool and, and, uh, while you're working with me. So here's what I'm telling you. Again, everything must apply to you. When you come to the house of God, you're supposed to be, as, as Hakon used to always say, like priests, like people. Right? That you're supposed to be clean, fresh, pressed, dressed, smelling good, looking good. You, you, you get it? Because you're coming to the holy meeting. You're coming to the holy meeting. So you got to come in a way that is conducive for you to come. Grabbing, grabbing the stuff out the bottom of the drawer and shaking it. <clears throat> That's not it. Yeah, that's good enough. God don't care about how I dress. That's the surface. <laughs> you out of your mind. Right? Now, if don't get me wrong. If you are less fortunate monetarily and you got one outfit that you can wear to the temple, wash it. Yes. Press it. Mm. Wednesday, me to be ready for shopping. That's the only outfit I got. And nobody looking at you, talking down on you because you only got one outfit. My mother wore the same thing to the Baker Nesset for 20 years. Nobody even knew. They ain't paying no attention. Every time they saw it, she was like, oh my God, here comes the queen. <laughs> what y'all didn't know was the... the, the she reinvented everything else, but the dress was a, that was Shabbat dress. Period. That was what she did. I'm saying to you, 
when you come before God, you got to know that you're coming before God. It's not just coming into the building. Right? You are privileged to come to a meeting with the Holy One of Israel. You got to come like you know that this is where you're coming to be. They go on and they tell him that the, 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 the priest have to uh, do these things, but God is not without compassion. Because the crook back and the broken and the this and the that and the mentally deficient, you know, I, I'm glad he's not here. I can say this a little freely because some of you may have questions. Some of you see um, Adon Yosef, and he sits up here with us, mm -hmm. and I've been challenged on several occasions. Don't you know that he's a, he, he has certain impediments? Yeah. Well, well he can't, he shouldn't be allowed to, see, that's the son of a priest. Right. Right? That's the son of a priest. Which by virtue of the fact makes him what? A priest. And God said that the only thing that the broke back, the scurvy, the this one, the that one can't do is offer the bread of his God. See, he can't go up to the altar. He can't do that. But he can eat of the holy and the most holy things. Which means, if you know the rule of God, that the most holy things can only be eaten in the most holy place. Mm. That meant that any time after the offering was done and all the priests were going in to eat, he could have a, a, a gift leg, a, a, a this. He can, you can't go in here, but he can. That's right. God is compassionate and kind. See? That's why God still accepts us. Because he's compassionate and kind. Because all of us is broke. We all broke up. Right? We broke in this, bro. We can't see, we can't move, we can't this. The leg hurt, the knee hurt, the back hurt, the heart don't work right, the, the blood ain't. We all shook up. And he still accepts you. Because he's gracious. But don't take it for granted. Right? Don't take him for granted. I wanted to take you now to the 23rd chapter. Oh, one other thing. As far as his grace is concerned. Mm. Said, if you're going to offer an animal for a sacrifice, it has to be with its mother at least seven days. You can't just take it as soon as it's born and kill it. Because you like it like that. It's tender. God said, you got to at least let that mother have seven days. Now, 
What's that about? Men, we don't carry children. But you mothers do. And after you carried that baby, you, 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 you want your baby. This thing has been with you now. God is even gracious to animals. Right? So back to the portion that the chief of chiefs taught. Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord thy God, am holy. You have to be like me. Never mind like Mike. You need to be like me. That's right. Right? And I'm gracious to animals. We are not cruel. If you think that any part of being a righteous person involves cruelty, then you're outside the scope of the imagination of your own good sense. This is the gracious one. That's what he said. I'm, I'm gracious. No, I don't give, I don't let the guilty go free. But I'm I'm gracious. Let's go. Let's go over here to the 23rd chapter of this book. Of this portion, we're gonna. Chapter 23. Yes, let's go. I don't know. I spoke to Moshe saying, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them the appointed season of Adonai, which he shall proclaim to be holy convocations. Even these are my appointed seasons. Okay, so now this 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 word holy convocation in the Hebrew that says mikra mikra e kodesh, right? Comes from the word kwara to call. Right? So now if what he's saying is that this is a holy calling, a holy meeting, a holy gathering, a holy convocation, you cannot observe Shabbat. Unless there is a, another situation afoot, i.e. I'm sick, I'm unclean, etc., etc., Shabbat is not supposed to voluntarily be spent with you with your feet up. That's not what Shabbat is about. He said that on Shabbat, you're supposed to come out to the holy meeting. Now you can go back home afterwards. Why? Because there ain't nothing else for you to do. You ain't supposed to be doing no work. Mm -hmm. You ain't supposed to be out there playing sports. Mm -hmm. You ain't supposed to be home watching the TV. Mm -hmm. So after you come to the holy convocation and you glorify him on the seventh day in honor of all that he made in creation, now you can get to go back home. Because remember, Shabbat was a gift. That's right. Shabbat existed before any person ever existed. Right? right. Am, come on, am I correct? This is what it is. And he made Shabbat and he hollowed it. After he looked at all everything he did and he said, and behold, it was very good. Oh, no. Right? And then he said, and he made the seventh day and he hollowed it and he sanctified it and he set it aside and there was no people on the planet when he did it. <laughs> what you talking about? Seventh day? Hmm. See that? Seven days old. Mm. So now all of a sudden here comes this man, Avram. 
and the Most High God loved him because his whole being and life exudes righteousness and equity and justice. Yep. He was the living embodiment of Torah. God loved him so much that he said, your seed, Abraham, I will bless them to be my representatives in the earth to the end that they might teach everybody on the planet how to honor me. And as a gift, hmm, as a token of my esteem, <coughs> I'm giving you the shout. And I now count it as a sign between me and you. Don't take Shabbat lightly. Right. This is a precious moment between the people of God and their creator. He said you were supposed to come out on the Shabbat and honor him. And it goes on to say, These are the appointed seasons of Adonai, even holy congregate convocations, which he shall proclaim in the appointed seasons. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month at dusk, is Yah's Passover, and on the fifteenth day of the same month is the Feast of Unleavened Bread unto Adonai. Seven days ye shall eat unleavened bread, and the first day ye shall have a holy convocation. Ye shall do no manner of serve or work, and ye shall bring an offering made by fire unto Adonai seven days. And in the seventh day is a holy convocation. Ye shall do no manner of serve or work. So now you got Pesach. Right, so it starts off with Shabbat. Now you're coming into Pesach Chag Matzo. These are commanded holy seasons. Let's go. Adonai spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When ye are coming to the land which I give you, and shall reap the harvest thereof, and ye shall bring the sheep of the first fruit of your harvest unto the Kohen, and he shall lay the sheep of Adonai to be accepted for you. On the morrow after the Shabbat shall the Kohen wave it. And in the day when he shall wave the sheep, he shall offer he lamb without blemish of the first year for a burnt offering of Adonai. The meal offering thereof shall be two tenth parts of an ephah, a fine flour being with oil, an offering made by fire to Adonai for sweet savor. The drink offering thereof shall be of wine, the fourth part of a hen. And he shall eat neither bread nor parched corn nor fresh ears until this selfsame day, until he have brought the offering of your God in the statue throughout your generations in all your dwellings. So now, this holy day is what we are coming upon Shavuot. And as we went over it a few weeks ago, we recognize that this holy day is designed at this point to commemorate when we would no longer be homeless. When the king of the universe would fulfill the promise. I know they say it's the time of the Lord. I, I get it. I, I, I did the math. I get it. But what we know about it. That this 
is a holy day that is going to commemorate the time when the children of Israel are going to go into the land of Canaan, cut the sheep, wave the sheep before the Most High God, and in that very moment, that land will then be transformed into the land of Israel. That's what God said. So Shavuot is a commemoration of the fact that we were no longer homeless. That after all of our years of wandering, he had kept his promise. That's the third complication. Let's go. And he shall carry unto you from the morrow after the Shabbat, from the day that he bring the sheep of wet, waving seven weeks shall be there complete, until the morrow after the seventh week, he shall number fifty days. And he shall present a new offering unto Adonai, he shall bring out of your dwelling two wave boats of two tenth parts of an ephah, they shall be a fine flower. It shall be baked with leaven for the first fruits of Adonai. That's why we do what we do. You know, you know, every community has its minhagim. Every community has its customs. And um, the custom of the chief rabbi Wentworth off of Matthew, the law of Shalom, said this. We know that we cannot be in compliance with the law according to the dictate of Torah as we go along. This is just not what we have at our disposal at this moment. However, he took his cue from the book of Deuteronomy in the 28th chapter when the Most High God said, or the, or the 30th chapter, where he said, if you would bethink yourself in the land of your captivity, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and you would do what? And you would do all the words of this law. Mm -hmm. So the chief rabbi, this... Uh, decision was that we would do as much of this as we possibly could. Works for me. Right? Yep. So some people chide us and say, you didn't have no right, blah, 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 blah. But you make up your own minhagim in your own, in your, in your own community, and that's, your, and that's your right. That's your right. In our community, this is what we do. That's why they gave you bread-making classes, so that you come up and you could uh, practice what it would be like to be home, to know. Because see, there's nothing like preparing for the holy day. Right. You know, like when you was preparing for Pesach and you were getting the house clean and you knew that the cleaning of the house wasn't just spring cleaning, you were getting yourself together for the, for the, for the freedom meeting. Right? So when Shavuot comes and, and your house, somebody, is needing some bread and, and remembering this is what it's all about. Because on the Pesach, we could only have unleavened bread, yes? And now here we are 50 days later and the king of the universe says now you got to have way, big wave loaves. Big ones. Like big ones. See, them little things that we bring in here, I tell you, two-tenths parts of an F of fine flour is approximately five pounds of flour per, per loaf. Yeah. And if you know anything about making bread, it takes you about a quarter of a bag, right, Shana, about a quarter of a bag mm -hmm. to make a loaf of bread. So you can get four loaves of bread out of one bag of flour. Am I correct, Devere? Is that about it? Maybe six. Six loaves? And one bread. Okay. So now, so now we can get six loaves out of one bag. The king of the universe said every household was supposed to come out of their house with two loaves of bread. Each loaf of bread made out of basically five pounds of flour. 
So you're talking about a loaf, something like this. That's right. <laughs> Quite a loaf. So everybody's coming up with their loaves. Yes? And you know it's time for that, right? Somebody got some jam. Somebody got some marmalade. Somebody to cook something. It was time for the grand and holy party that God commanded that we come up. And, and then the beauty of it was, God said, listen, just come on out. You don't got to worry about whether or not the people are going to come out against you, whether the marauders are going to come and fight you. All the time that you're in Jerusalem, all the time that you're around those 48 Levitical cities, I, I, I got the border. I, I got the border. Nobody's coming in there after you. What <laughs> you thought this was the creep time? You were going to creep over their borders? No, 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 no. Leave your door open. I got you. All that you got to do is be right. I got you. See? This is the great God. So now, after, after this holy season, if we drop down... Uh, uh, to the twenty to the twenty third verse is it, it, oh go to the twenty second verse because when ye shall reap the harvest of your land yes shall not wholly reap the corners of your field neither shall you gather the gleanings of your harvest but you should leave them for the poor and for the stranger uh -huh. I am the holy God wait a minute you mean I should make all my money that's right mm. <laughs> wait what are you talking about I, I got a vineyard here, right. and, and it could produce so many uh, bushels of grapes, and I should leave some? I mean, what are you talking about? Um, Bad business. <laughs> that, that, that's not good business. <laughs> it's not good business if you don't know God. Right. See, but if you know God, God said leave the corners of your field. Anything that drop off the cart, don't, don't, don't stop and pick it up. Don't stop and pick it up. I consider that a crime. Hmm. If you try to, if, if, when you beat the tree, he said, don't go back over it. Nothing twice. Leave whatever stand up on the tree because somebody is hungry. Hmm. And they're going to be able to come through and they're going to be able to get something. That's why when someone walks up to you and says, I'm hungry, can, I, can, you, can you help me? And, and you can't. Because the king of the universe, blessed be his name, he provided you with everything that's in your pocket. Think about it. What will happen if you do the right thing for the person? Well, I think they're going to use it for this. I don't think they need it. I think it's a scam. That's not up to you. That's not up to you. Same God see me, see you. You let God worry about that. You do the right thing. You do the right thing. Because if you do the right thing, you won't have to worry about whether your pockets got full or not. All of a sudden, you walk in the, you walk in the door and, and the boss is right in your hand and you the bonus. I've been watching the work that you do. And you're sitting there going, what am I talking about? What work? I've been doing the same thing. What happened? Um, see, he didn't, he didn't change. God changed him. That's right. I've been in that space. I told you we did a job for, we did a job, we, we did a job, the congregation, most of y'all don't even know this, I'm going to tell y'all right now. We did a job for my job, right? And they paid us for the work. They called me back in the office, 
we was, we was having little situations, and we, we got called back and off, and they said, um, how come y'all never cashed those checks? We said, no, we cashed all the checks. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, we cashed all the checks. I got the ledger and thing and said we cashed checks. Well, our, our bank said that you didn't cash the checks. So here's another set of checks. <laughs> so I, I, I held the checks and I said, wait a minute, because um, I said they're going, you know, they got a new CFO, he's going to figure it out. So I held the checks. And I went back and I said, George, I, I believe you, your people made a mistake. Uh, then he was like, they said you didn't cash the checks, go cash the checks. <laughs> What are you talking about? This is who God is. If he see that your heart is right, he got you. All of you in this room have a story to tell. Sometimes you're quiet about telling it, but all of you got a story to tell. All of you got a story that will proclaim and bless his name to tell you about how he's done this for you and how he's done that for you. My son, I, I'm going to just tell a story. I don't it's his story, but I, I'm thankful to my God for his story, right? My, my, my son, the, the, the boss came up to him and said, it's slow now, um, so I'll let you know when you need to come back to work. He said first he was mad, and then he got on the computer and he applied for a couple more jobs in the same field. And the same day, they, two of them called him, come on down, come work for us. Right. In the, in the economy where people can't find jobs. What I'm telling you is that when you strive after him, he look out for you. That's great. He'll look out for you. That's great. And the greatness of God is the thing that the that the psalmist said, when I look at the heavens and I see the stars and the moon and the planets. What is man that you even think about him? That's the word. Say the word. Our beloved teacher, Chief of Chiefs, says to us that God is in the details. That's what makes him great. There can't be too many voices. I. You can't inundate him with problems. Right. Right. Ain't so. It ain't so. When ain't give a who. This is why it's your privilege to come and honor him, to glorify him, because he's worthy. So, he tells us the holy convocations, and then 23rd verse, he starts with the 7th month. Let's go. And Adonai spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the 7th month, in the first day of the month, shall be a solemn rest unto you, a memorial proclaimed with the blast of a horn, a holy convocation. You shall do no manner of servile work, and you shall bring an offering made by fire to Adonai. Yes, this is Yom Teruah, commonly called Rosh Hashanah. Listen, this is, this is, the seventh month, and God tells you on this new moon, on that particular new moon, you proclaim with the blast of the horns. Why? Because ten days from then, come on, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
You come into a meeting like no other meeting. Come on. You come into a meeting that can only be given out by one so gracious as he. Thou shalt, and if you don't, I'll get you. Thou shalt, and I'll, I'll visit iniquity upon the, mm. upon the children to the third and fourth generation. I am the Lord. Don't play with me, but I got this day. I got this day. Whatever. I got this day that I designed that if you come to me right, I designed it to hear your petition against your own sin. Hear me now. Hear what that is. I designed the day. I set up the priest to make atonement for the house. I set up the priest to make atonement for the people. But Rabbi, we don't have the priest to make atonement and atonement and there's no bulls and there's no blood. What's going to happen? But this is why God is great. It is not the cult as they call it, fancy word for the sacrificial stuff. It is not really that that makes atonement for you. Mm. Y'all not hearing me. The God of heaven and earth is the only one who makes atonement. When he comes, when you come with your prayer and your petition, as he looks at you, as he knows you, as he knows whether you're lying or not. I'm sorry, Lord. See, we can say a lot of things with our mouth and be thinking in our heart, figuring out how we're going to get to do the wicked thing as soon as the shabbat is over. Wow. Right after right. But God already knows. Right, right, right. He already knows. He said, I try the reins of the heart. I know what you're thinking about. Uh-huh. I know you're down sitting and you're uprising. I know your thoughts before you even had them. I knew you before you were born. I knew the day of your birth and the day of your death all at the same time. I'm God. You can't fool me. So I designed the day of atonement. You don't got to worry about whether somebody else decides whether or not you can be forgiven. That is my decision and my decision alone. And if I decide to forgive you, you are forgiven. And I made this day that if you would do the right thing, he said, I will forgive you. This is, this is, this, this. So, you know, you know, like, unlike other uh, people think, well, let me go out and do as much as I want to. I come and say this little catechism thing and I'm going to definitely be forgiven. That's not the way it works. You can't plan how to do evil in order to try to then turn around and get atoned by God for the thing that you did. You can't plan it like that. That's called doing it with a high hand. See, God ain't stupid. No, sir. It's just us. <laughs> right. He said, um, he said, is God the problem? No, your children are the blemish. It's, it's you. Mm-hmm. Right? So, the day of atonement. He goes on to say in the, in the ninth day of the seventh month at dusk. Again, this is important. That's right. Because sometimes, you know, we, we go with the normal thing. You know, Shabbat comes in on Yom Shishi Be'erev. Cain Be'erev. Shabbat Habat. But with Yom Kippur, it's not the same. Right. Yom Kippur starts on the ninth day at dusk. Right. So it starts 
at the end of the ninth day, mm-hmm. not at the beginning of the tenth. Right. Mm-hmm. So what you wind up with is a day of atonement that starts while it's still yet light outside, right. before the evening has come in, and you go into the day of atonement, and you're in that day until the tenth day when the sun goes down and it becomes the eleventh day. Right. So this is longer than a 24-hour period. Yes? And it doesn't, you know, and I I hear people say, well, I started my fast at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That was your 3 o'clock business. Because, you know, they go, well, I started at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Tomorrow at 3 o'clock, I'm done. No, 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 no. That's not the way this works. If you started at 3 o'clock, that was your business. But you need to end when it ends. Right? Because if you don't do that, then you violated the day. You might as well not have done any of it. Amen. Oh, okay. I, I, I read that somewhere. Don't add and don't take away. So now, I'm just telling you the ninth day at, at, at dusk. And that is that time. That's about, if, if you want to put a time on it, that's anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes before evening comes in. You're talking about the time when it, the sun has not yet hit the horizon. Because once it hits the horizon, no, when the sun goes below the horizon, it's evening and there's still light outside. It's plenty of light. That's evening. That's why a lot of times we mess with the Shabbat too. Waiting for dark. Shabbat don't come in the dark. Shabbat comes in the evening. So when the disc falls below the horizon, it's evening. Right. When the disc of the sun, you know, you're looking at it. Everybody do the experiment. Go outside on Friday or any day. You can see it any day. And just watch the sun as it sets. When the sun goes beyond the horizon, it's still bright outside. But if it was Friday, that would be shot. I'm telling you, before the sun hits the 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 the, the, the as it's going down to hit the horizon, that's the time that Yom Kippur comes in. Right. And you still got to wait for that time for the sun to go down below the horizon. And then you're in the tenth day, so you better watch it and do it right. That's why, that's why we come here and we stay. We don't go nowhere. We come in here and we don't leave. We stay until it's all over. No going home. Well, well how do y'all stand it? Y'all, y'all, don't nobody do nothing? And if you look in there, it says, every soul. I'm 47 years old. I've done 47 young uh, monkey uh, uh, for me. Amen. That's just it. That's the way, that, that's what we do. Oh, it's just a baby. He don't know. God knows. God said every soul. And, and, and all praises be to the king of the universe. Blessed be his name. Amen. We have never lost not one. They, they don't, they, listen, the, the cacophony of music that they begin to, uh, around uh, sundown, they, 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 they come all day. Little babies. I tell my baby, I remember telling him, his first Yom Kippur, I said, and he looked at me, I said, so now, just let me just tell you right now, we're not going to eat at all today, baby. We're not going to drink anything. He looked at me. <laughs> he was quiet. Sometime around noon, 
He said, eh, eh. I said, not yet. And he said, okay, go back to sleep. He was all right. He was all right. I got six of these people. Everybody all right. I'm trying to tell you that God is great. You don't have to fear in doing the word of God because it inconveniences you. Right. That's what a lot of times we want to do. That's too inconvenient for me. That, that, who cares about your inconvenience? This is the God who said, I am the author of life and death. Are you trying to protect someone from death? This. Wait a minute. That makes no sense. You're trying to protect someone from death when the author of life and death said, do this. This is, this, this is madness. So um, this is what we do. And we pray that the Most High God will continue to be gracious to us and that um, all of these children who've been born in these... Uh, it, it, they call their age, they call their number uh, Yom Kippurim. It's a beautiful thing. The, 30, uh, the 39 tells you about Sukkot. Now Sukkot is simply exactly what it sounds, a commemoration of the time that we spent in the wilderness. Seven days we got to dwell in booths, and on the eighth day we have a solemn assembly. Now some people call, think that's, that's Sukkot is eight days. Sukkot is seven days. Seven days. Right? This is what it is. Sukkot is seven days. And then on the eighth day is Shemini Aksedek, the eighth day of solemn assembly. Now, the eighth day of solemn assembly is a, is a beautiful holy day. Because you know what we do on the booths. You, you know, you make the booth, you put the branches, the balm, palm tree, we get the etrogim, the lulavim, we wave the etrog, the lulav, we, we, we shout, we sing, you know, Mo bring out some pie. Um, Emo Dina cooks us big, 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 big meal feast, and we come in the booth and, and we spend all night out in the booth, and it's beautiful. And then Shemini Atzeret comes. Some people don't get what about Shemini Atzeret. Shemini Atzeret is the last holy day other than Shabbat of the year. And Shemini Azedet is designed for you to reminisce. It's not a sad day. It's called a solemn day. It is a time for you to reflect on how good he has been to you all year long. Because you remember now, all of these different holy days are associated with harvest. We were an agrarian people. That meant that we were thanking him that our money was good, our food was good, our houses were good, our sons, our daughters, our wives were good. Everything was good, and God had watched over us throughout the entire year. And now on Shemini Yazan, we just get to stop and say, thank you. Right? We get to stop and say, thank you. It's an important thing that we show gratitude to the king of the universe. Yes? So now, we're going to go through 24 real quick. Um, no, we're not going through all 24. God commands the priest to have oil for the lamp. The menorah was so that they could see. It was no little tiny menorah. The menorah was big. The menorah was 
made out of a talent of gold. If you don't know what that means, try a hundred pounds of gold. I think the last time I did the calculation at the price of gold for a pound for a hundred pounds of gold, the menorah was worth about six million dollars. And it was in there to keep light. That's a lamp. Oh yeah. That's a keeping lamp. That's how, that's that's the lamp in the house of God. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Right? So he said, make make the lamp, and then they have to make showbread. Showbread was, and they call them kalah, right? Mm -hmm. So now here's what it was. This is why we're about to do uh, Kiddush right now. The, the kalah was set up every Shabbat. So they put 12 cakes, one for each tribe, in the tabernacle, on a table of showbread, and it stayed there for seven days. On the seventh day, on the Shabbat, they would come and take it off, and the priest would eat it. They would take a portion of each one of them and break it off, mix it with frankincense, put it on the altar. The rest of that bread they ate. It was unleavened bread, so it didn't go bad, it didn't spoil, it was, it was matzah, right? And this is, what they, this is what they had, and this is what they did. Every Shabbat, they set up the showbread, 12 cakes for each tribe. In verse 10 is where I want to take it. Go. And the son of an Israelite woman whose father was an Egyptian went out amongst the children of Israel. The son of an Israelite woman and the man of Israel strolled together in the camp, and the son of an Israelite woman blasphemed the name and cursed. Hmm. And they brought him unto Moshe, whose mother's name was Shiloni, the daughter of Debrah, Lamate Dan. And they put him in war that it might be declared unto them at the mouth of God of Nile. Now the I spoke to Moshe, saying, Bring him forth that had cursed without the camp. Let all that heard him lay their hands upon his head, and let all the congregation stone him. Thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, Whosoever curses this God shall bear his sin. Uh -huh. And he that blasphemeth the name of Adonai shall surely be put to death. All the congregation shall certainly stone him, as well as the stranger, as the homeborn, when he blasphemes the name, I warn you about the misuse of the name of God. I want you to hear me because this is a serious thing. You hear us in here and we proclaim the name of God in our worship and in our praise and outside this door, that's not what we do. Outside this door, Hashem, the Creator, the King, the Universe, all these attributes but you do not, not his name is great. He said, I will not hold you guilty, guiltless, that you take my name in for the word is Lashal. It, it, it is it don't mean in vain, it means for vanity. Frivolous. Right? right? You can't be frivolous with the name of God. You can't be frivolous with it. That's why, that's why they got these little chair back things. Because you, you can't put the, the nothing on the seat where you put your behind that contains the name of God. That's just, that's just look, I, I love my mother. 
if I saw if I saw a name on the ground on a piece of paper and I watched you and you stepped on it deliberately, we would have to fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean fight. And that's earthly. And that's just my mother. The king of the universe, blessed be his name. It is precious. Mm -hmm. He told Moshe, I didn't even reveal this to the ones that I loved. The ones that I named, that I loved them so much that I put their name in concert with my own. See, people naming streets and stuff. Elohe Avraham, Elohe Yitzchak, Elohe Yaakov. That's what he said, right? I don't care who you are. You can be from India, Czechoslovakia, uh, Peru, Egypt, you name it. If you want to call the God of heaven and earth, you still got to call him Elohe Avraham Yitzchak Yisrael. Right. That's his name, huh? And God said, but my name, I didn't tell it to them like this. They knew me as El Shaddai. Uh -huh. I am now revealing this name to you to be used to glorify me to call me, I will acknowledge it. As a matter of fact, when you declare that name, there will I come and meet you. That's what it says. When you declare it, I'll come and meet you there. So now, you gotta be mindful. That's why it's not the place to be used in the, in, in the shittle team. It is not the place to be used when you're among people who will not value it, will not understand it, will not care for it. Because when this boy blasphemed the name of God, the people didn't even know what to do. And Moshe came back with a verdict that his mother, the Israelitish woman who had married the Egyptian, uh-oh, uh -oh. there was a whole nother problem. That's why God tells us about marrying people that don't know him. Well, I, 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 I loved her. That's all right. He just so, he's so nice to me. Don't get me wrong. You should find people that you love and that are nice to you. Don't go find somebody just because they know God that's going to be a brute to you. Amen. On either side of the aisle. Right? But the bottom line is that they got to know God. Or I'm going to be a proselytizer. I'm going to convert them. They need to be converted first. <laughs> Not because you let them convert first and tell them, like, you, you can't, we can't even have this conversation until you understand this. Right? right? But we, our eyes take us away because we in love all the time. You better get yourself together. 
Love God first. Right? Love God first. Well, I love my wife. Love, I love my children. Yeah, that's nice. Love God first. I love my mother. Love God first. You know why I love my mother? Because she taught me to love God first. Amen. Told me out of mouth. Not me, son. Him first. Not your father's son. Him first. Not your wife, not your kids. Him first. If you can't say he's first, then you need to reorder, reorder your, your, your priorities. Let's finish this. He that smiteth any man mortally shall surely be put to death. Yeah, that's simple. Come on. He that smites a beast mortally shall make it good life for life. Yeah, because you kill my cow, that's my money. I need a cow back, bro. And don't tell me you won't give me a sheep. You didn't kill a sheep. You killed a cow. A cow significantly more expensive than a sheep. Talk about, well, uh, I didn't mean them. I understand. That's why you can work for me, too. We can work off that debt. That's a big debt, bro. You might have to work for a few years, but uh, it, it, you killed my cow, you got to replace my cow. Right? A lot of times we think that uh, people, we think that people in things that we do to one another, and this is how it's applicable because we don't have cows and sheep. You do something to somebody, you break their stuff, sorry is not just the answer. Oh, I, 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 I borrowed your car and I crashed it. <laughs> Sorry. Like when I go to the body man, I can't say, Sorry, I got 17 sorries. You gonna, you gonna fix my car? No, 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 no. He, he don't get paid in sorries. Let's go. And that's not unbrotherly. That's, 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 that's not unbrotherly or unsisterly to expect for someone to repay you for something that you broke. Don't sit up there talking about, really? I thought we was... No, 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 no. That's my stuff. Now, if I tell you it's okay, that's a different story. Let's go. And if a man name his neighbor, as he hath done so shall it be done to him. Yeah, see, what happens is that justice is the key here. Nowadays, they would call this barbarism. That's barbaric. But there's a difference between this. This law is not about you were doing something and you accidentally threw the cup and it bust my tooth out. It doesn't mean you get your tooth knocked out because that was an accident. But if you deliberately walk up to me without asking any questions and blah, 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 and you punch me in my mouth and my tooth falls out, here's, here's the thing. Vigilantism is not a part of our way either. Right? So that means now you go tell the, the, the you go get the cops. I go get Sagan. Sagan will take you to the judges. 
The judge is going to then say, oh, you, oh, so you felt like busting people in the mouth, huh? Well, yeah. He, he looked at me in a way that I thought was funny. Oh, I wonder how you're going to look at him when we take this. Which tooth was it? <laughs> the molar. Okay. <laughs> Bang! Now, maybe you won't feel like people looking at you is a reason for you to go and bust them in the mouth. Now, I know today that's probably not politically correct, but being that God made man, I think this is, more, this is perfect. And all the rest of it is not. Blessed be the name of the living God for all eternity. Hallelujah. We're going to close out this portion of our day thanking the Most High God for all of his goodness and mercy. We're going to recite, I think on page 98, the Elena. I think it's on page 98. Yes, on page 98, we are going to recite the Elena and pray that the King of the Universe will even accept us on this holy Shabbat day. It behooves us to praise the Lord of all, to ascribe greatness to him who formed the world in the beginning, that he hath not made it like the nature of other lands and hath not placed it like other families of the earth. That he has not given unto us a portion as unto them, nor a lot as unto all their multitude. For we bend the knee and prostrate ourselves, and make acknowledgement before the Supreme King of Kings, the Holy One, blessed be he, who stretched forth the heavens and laid the foundation of the earth, dwelling whose majesty is upon the loftiest heights. He is our God, and there is none else. In truth, he is our king, and there is none besides him. As is written in his law, know therefore this day that there is in our heart, that the Lord is God in heaven above and upon the earth beneath, there is none else. And therefore we hope in thee, O Lord our God, that we may speedily behold the glory of thy might. When thou remove the abomination from the earth, and the idols shall be utterly cut off. When the world shall be set under the kingdom of the Almighty, and all the children of flesh shall call upon thy name. When thou return unto thyself all the wicked of the earth, and all the animals of the world shall know and acknowledge that unto every knee must bend and every tongue must swear. Before thee, O Lord our God, shall they kneel and fall, and they shall give honor to thy glorious name. They shall all accept the yoke of thy kingdom, and over them thou speedily reign forever and ever. For the kingdom is thine unto all eternity, with thy reigning glory. As is written in thy law, the Lord shall reign forever and ever. And it is said, and the Lord shall be king of all the earth. In that day shall the Lord be one, and his name one. Hear, O Yisrael, Yahweh God, Yahweh is one. Shema
temple. The precepts of the Lord are right. Rejoice in the heart. The commandment of Yahweh is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The ordinances of Yahweh are true. They are righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and than the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned. In keeping of them there is great reward. Who can discern errors? Clear thou me from hidden faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins, that they may not have dominion over me. Then shall I be faultless, and I shall be clear from great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable before thee, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Hallelujah! Holy Father, God of all that there is, we bow, we stand, we kneel before you this day, in this the Shabbat day of holy rest. And we bring with us all of our thanksgiving, all of our praise, all of our fear, all of what we could possibly be is yours. We thank you, dear God, for the millions of ways you have blessed us in just the last seven days alone. We thank you that you are waking at us this morning to behold your glorious light. We thank you for the rain. We thank you for the breath of life. We thank you for love, for our clothing, our shelter, the air that we breathe, the water that we drink. We thank you, dear God, for our rabbi, Rabbi Baruch Yehuda. And we pray for your continual blessing upon him and upon all of his family and all of his household, especially our Imai Luke, who we miss so much. Keep us safe and strong, Father God. Amen. We thank you for our elder, Amore, Moray Mishael. We pray for your continual blessing upon him and upon all of his family and all of his household. And bring him again into the house of God, Holy Father. He's our elder indeed. In a couple of days, he will have 78 cycles around the sun. There's none but you that we thank for this beautiful man. Amen, amen. We thank you for Adon, Yeroa, Yehuda. We pray for your continual blessing upon him and upon all of his family, all of his household. We thank you for our Don Yadiel Ben Levy. We pray for your continual blessing upon him and upon all of his family, and all of his household. We thank you for the lives of all the mighty men. We pray that you bless us all. I'm saying bless us all continually. Dear God, to know you and you alone as our strength, our force, our healing. 
and everything that we could possibly desire or need. We thank you, dear God, that you hear our prayers. We thank you that you take the time to answer all of our prayers. We pray that you bless our Ema Ora and all the life, Father. Bring her back home into the house of God safely. We pray that you bless our Ema Bathsheba in her journey. And bring her back home safely. Amen. We thank you, Father God, for Princess Ripqua Naptali, my rib. <laughs> My baby, bless her, dear God, and keep her safe and strong, filled with the Holy Spirit of wisdom. We thank you for our blessed, good friend, Kivera Yehuda. We thank you for her life, bless, love, forgive, heal, strengthen, and prosper the woman, we pray. We thank you for that, that mighty woman of God, Kivera Devora. And that your continual blessing be in her and in her whole family and household all the time, dear God. We thank you for that blessed woman, Kivera Shoshana Bablevi. Keep us safe and strong, Holy Father, filled with the Holy Spirit of wisdom. We thank you for all these mighty women of God. You know, Kivera. What she had to go through in the past year, how she remains faithful, bless her Lord, oh God, our God. Bless Kivari Malka. God, her life, Holy Father. And you know your handmaiden, Imadina. Keep her in a special place, Holy Father. In your holy caring. And Moradina, we have not seen, but surely in her suffering, she loves the Lord. Yeah. Take good care of her, Holy Father, whispering her ear the good news that you are Yehovah Rapha. You are the healer of all that there is. Bless us all, O God, our God. Every single one of us here present. All these souls who stand in your presence right now, bless, love, forgive, heal, strengthen, and prosper. And bless all of our extended families. Bless all of our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And every one of those who do not even know you yet, because we are the firstborn. Bless them and bless us continually. Blessed are you, Almighty God, King of the universe forever and evermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.
honor to the King of the Universe. We thank him for all of his goodness and his mercy. I would like to remind you that, as we said, that um, we are in the 32nd day of the counting of the Omer, so you know it's only a few more weeks and then we will be at Kag Shavuot. So I hope, I hope, I hope y'all are making, whoever going to be the bread maker, I hope you've been practicing. I've been practicing, I've been rubbing some dough because Cobb Mel got big muscles, but Lord have mercy, let's, let's, let's be kind. Um, <laughs> bring them. If it come out of brick, still bring it though. Yeah? <laughs> bring it anyway. Um, I would like to remind you that this afternoon we will be. Uh, we will have a visitor in the Chief Prince, Yariel Yasaskar, and he will be speaking with us. I hope that everyone will be here and be attentive and be ready to receive the message that the Chief Prince would have to give us on this Holy Shabbat day. Our services this afternoon will begin at 5.30. That means you have like two and a half hours or so forth to do what you need to do. Am I correct? They tell me I'm bad with math, so I'm just, yeah. So that's what 5.30 is good? Okay, so um, we, um, we give thanks to the Most High for all of those. I don't know if anything I'm missing that is Shabbat worthy to speak of. Kaveh DeBoer, do we have any other Shabbat announcements that we need to make? Okay. I need to see four brothers this afternoon. Asher, Amishadai, Mordecai, and Lavav with me around 5.30, around 5 o'clock in the classroom. And I would like to see the Gabbai and the Shada team in the office immediately following this service. Okay? Um, so... We look now to the Most High to be dismissed. Now you hold Tiko Bel Hamilim Na Mefi Taka Gedeha Kohanim Kibe Emet Rakata Metsuya We Ain Kimoka Yevareka Yehovah Yishmareka Yaeri Openai Waleka Wikuneka Yisai Openai Waleka We Asim Leka Shalom May Yehovah bless thee and keep thee. May Yehovah cause his face to shine upon thee and be gracious to thee. May Yehovah turn his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.
as we praise bread together. Blessed are thou, Almighty God, King of the universe, forever and evermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.
you doing back there? Nigga, what, Kyle? Wait, don't come back here. I didn't stone you because your eyeballs can dab eyes. Go get some food. I'll be right with you. I'll give you a hug very later. Well, a little later. Okay, with pleasure. I'll be happy to. Anaya. Anaya. Sit down over there and stop acting up or I'm going to beat you. Sit over there. Yes. Go over there. Yeah, I'm gonna sit over there with you. Sarah Aya, come get that table. Sarah Aya, come get that table. Find him. Get up. Last time. Sit next to your sister and don't get up. Be, no, be quiet.
Right here. Okay, when I come over there, I'm gonna sit next to you. They can sit wherever they want. You the man. We got four of them. Don't worry. Come get them all. You don't have to run, you don't have to run. Stop running. You have another one. You can take another one. I know. And we need one chair. Uh, well, we have one, two, three, four. Four is okay. We got one for your elbow. One for the cheeky cheeks. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. You might sit with us later. Yes, uh, uh, Your elbow. Cheeky cheeks. Uh, Anaya. Sit over there. This is the last time. Don't get up. Go to your seat now. Someone might get that high up. <laughs> Come knock you up. Put one around the back of your elbow. They might call you to the cheese men table. Funny, I like it. But I'm like, just because you're a guest, 
she might say nothing to this lady. She good. <laughs> Just one. Uh, just a four. Having a meeting with the guy by. Alright, what happened? Pop up? You can easily fix it on the Okay, just wait. Safety Where is the I'm going to give you a half hour to eat, and then we're going to study. I know, I know what you ain't got for me though. You ain't, you ain't got for me what kind of word shoes is though. Oh, I, you gave me a different conjugation. The word shoes. Yeah, yeah, really. Right. It, it was a hip hill. You switched up on me. You gave me another text. Right. Yeah, I didn't know that. But with a um, special kind of verb too. No, I, that part is it. And I had to go ask Oz for help in the 501 because it wasn't in the 201. It's not in the 201. I know. Yeah, I didn't know that. I know I wasn't losing my mind trying to conjugate it either. That's why I asked for help. Some funny things happen with that shoe, right? Wives dropping out and such. Yeah, because I'm going, how come they ain't doing what it's supposed to do? The way you it, That's the conjugation for one-syllable for one words with a wild as the middle letter, as in queen, shoes, etc., etc. Yeah. <laughs>
Stop drumming on the table.